Hello, and welcome back to the free, full, total, and faithful love podcast. This is the second episode. As y'all know, I am Althea, and I'm here with Ronnie Sue. Um, Ronnie Sue and I have been working in Camp Cloister here at Sea Island, Georgia, all summer long. Um, And today is our last day of work. So we're going to be doing a little podcast on how this summer has been and how this summer is coming to an end. Um, And just talking about how goodbyes shape our lives um, and how endings can be so good, but also so, so hard. Um, So to start off, I'm just going to let Ronnie Sue introduce herself. Hi, I'm Ronnie Sue. I go to the University of Kansas. I am from Dallas, Texas. And Summer Projects has been really, really, really transformative and amazing for me. And I've learned in so many more ways than I thought I would. So, yeah, I also am going to be a sophomore in college. (laughs) All right. So, yeah, like I mentioned, we've been working at Camp Cloister here in Sea Island. So our job entails, like, taking care of all of the children who come to camp. So every day looks the same, but also it's not the same because we have different kids every single day. Like, it's not like we've been taking care of the same exact kids all summer. We kind of have a new crew every day with a few regulars. Um, And I think something really cool this last week, we've gotten all of like the regulars that kind of left back. So like we had two kids who used to be here every single day and then they were like gone because their house burned down. Not like a bad thing, (laughs) but like they're rich. Um, (laughs) Anyways, um, so they came back. So it was like, Kind of like we got to like relive this, the beginning of the summer a little bit and actually like say goodbye to the people we actually like kind of got to know. And these are like five and six year olds, not like people we really got to know, but we got to be a part of their life for like a short period of time, which has been very beautiful. So I guess like my question for you is um, how have the kids been this summer? It's been really interesting for me to experience the kids here because I've worked in childcare for a majority of my, not my life, but like ever since I got a job, like all I've been doing is childcare. Um, and the area where I live in Dallas is pretty wealthy, but it's definitely not Sea Island. Um, so it's been definitely interesting to see how differently the kids here act compared to in Prosper. And also at the same time, it's just, they've, they've helped me grow in a lot of patience, a lot of patience. Because although they're super sweet, there's also a different dynamic here at Sea Island. And so they've helped me grow in a lot of ways that I didn't think I would receive from kids. I thought I would receive it more so from the program. But like I feel like that's where God placed me here for a reason was to grow in certain areas. Um, and I just love getting to know the kids every day because you get to talk to them and know about their interests, but then like also like have like a good impact in them by helping them have like a good experience and a good day. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I also have worked with kids. Like that's been the majority of my like careers, not careers, but like every job that I've had that I've actually like spent a lot of time with has been with kids. So last summer I did Totus Tuus, which is like um, catechesis sort of. So I was like teaching kids in the faith Um, And that was 100% different than what I've been doing this summer. Um, And this summer has been a lot more of like serving the children because, and it's been really transformative because I don't want to serve them. Like I don't feel like this, like, it's like a a fourth, not forthcoming. Like I have to let go of my pride because like I have this like vision of like, they don't really need me to serve them. Like this is just a job. 
I can just get through it every day and do like all the things we're supposed to do and they're gonna be fine. Like I'm not gonna transform their lives any in any way. Um, so it's been really like hard, I think, to let go of that and just to serve these kids even though I don't think they necessarily need me to serve them the way that all the kids that I've worked with before have. Like I feel like, I don't know, I'm the oldest of seven so I have like, I've always been working with kids and it's different for me when I'm like with my siblings. It's like, well, I'm their older sister. I, I like have to do this. I need to do this. This is going to be like, I'm going to shape their lives mm-hmm. in some way. But with like these kids, it's like, I'm not really shaping their lives. I'm just serving them. And I think it's been like God's own way of saying like, starting me like with kids because I can't do it with adults yet. Like if I can serve the children, then maybe eventually I can serve like the people in front of me. And I think that's like an everyday path, like, because I'm not called to serve every, like, like I'm not called to serve somebody who I'm not, who's not in my life. Mm-hmm. So if I'm like serving the people right in front of me every single day, even if it's a different person each day, then that's what I need to do. And starting with children has been like how I need to do it. Mm-hmm. Because I couldn't, like if I was a server or working on the waterfront here at Sea Island, I definitely would not, I would have just gone through it. Or it would have become some sort of like selfish way of like, okay, I'm on the waterfront, like I can get tan and like get a lot of steps in every day. But also like with the kids, I have to like do the things the kids want to do. And I also have to eat the food the kids want to eat. <laughs> like I don't get to just like eat the nice, like not that there's nice meals that we're getting. We're not getting super gourmet meals, but I'm eating like French fries every day. Mm-hmm. And that's been something that's like really challenging for me to like let go of the fact that like I don't really want this every day. I like it's not really healthy to eat french fries and chicken strips every single day. But yeah. that's what I've been doing. So like yeah. I feel like there's been a lot of patience and a lot of just like learning to serve where I'm at and like that's been with kids. Um but overall I think there's been other challenges in our job because we're also like the only catholic ones here with a whole bunch of like college students. Um so that's been tough, I think, at least for me. How has that been for you? Yeah, I was thinking about it the other day, and I was listening to how many people from our program were able to help kind of, like, bring people to become interested in being around focused people. Mm-hmm. Um, because some of the other employees at Sea Island who are not affiliated with Focus, they would come to CPA, the place where we live, and hang out. And so one of them came to Mass the other day and stuff like that. And I was like, wow, like, I guess I just, like, was not doing the best job that I could have. And I was feeling really discouraged because I'm like, what what, what am I going to say when they're like, oh, like, I got so blacked out last night. All I am is hungover right now. And if you see me go to the bathroom, I'm going to throw up all day. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, how am I supposed to approach that and be like, oh, like, this is focus. These are our three pillars. Um, how does partying actually make you feel? Like, how am I supposed to say that without being... Um, to what is even the word like forward yeah too forward or like trying to force something on them because I feel like that's what a lot of people hate about faith if they're not even like have a religious affiliation or anything is they're like oh like it's forced on me so I didn't want to be that person where like oh I met a catholic and she forced catholicism on me because I would tell her my stories and all she would do was judge me so I didn't know how to approach it really but also at the same time maybe that wasn't even what I was supposed to do this summer was to specifically at Camp Cloyster help form the co-workers I was with 
um, in that way by approaching them verbally, but also maybe just like helping them having a seed planted in their hearts where they saw my actions and how I interacted with people. Mm-hmm. And they were like, wow, like I really want like that joy that she has. I want that what she has. Like, and maybe like it'll take a few years, but maybe at some point they'll reflect and be like, okay, like I, I remember this girl, Ronnie Sue from, from when I worked at Sea Island this one summer and I really, really am interested in what she has. And I just want to go pursue that. And so maybe I just like planted a seed in their heart. Maybe I didn't, but also I was reflecting and I was like, one thing that came out of this was learning childlike dependency on the Lord. Mm -hmm. Not that it was like super clear or blatant, but it started a little bit before I left for summer projects was I, I was like, wow, like I'm really learning how to have childlike dependency on the Lord. This is like so amazing that I'm being set up to work with kids because these kids at Sea Island are so dependent, like at their houses, their lifestyles, they're just constantly being served, served, served. They don't mm-hmm. have to do anything for themselves. Like whenever we tell the kids, oh, like it's time to go put up your plate, they just are so confused. And that's just the culture and environment they've yeah. grown up on is being constantly served and not having to do anything for themselves. Everything is handed to them on a silver platter. And so they're so dependent on us for every single thing. And so it's kind of showed me, I'm like, okay, like, this is where I need to reflect and be like, okay, I need to learn dependency on the Lord because the Lord is happy to do things for me. I may not, as a human, be totally excited to do all of these things for these kids, but I know that the Lord wants me to put my full trust in him because these kids could trust you with their whole entire life. They're just like, okay, great. Let's go do this. Let's do this. Okay, cool. Take me here, you know? Um, so I feel like definitely childlike dependency and kind of just like working through the disappointment and realizing that maybe I I don't even know yeah no I agree with that because I a lot of like the other focused students here have like become friends with their co-workers to some level and that just didn't happen for me or like either of us I guess Mm-mm. because we were just like there and for me a lot of times I felt like whenever I was with my other co-workers I was just kind of like on the outside and it was like a really humbling experience because I knew that I could have joined in to what they were saying on the same level. Like I could have met them, not met them where they're at. Like I could have brought my, not, that's not, not bring myself lower, but I could have joined in on their conversations and talked about things that I didn't really need to talk about. So it was really humbling for me to just keep my mouth shut and maybe like sometimes look like that, like a goody two shoes Catholic girl um, because I wasn't talking about like partying or some like TikTok trend that is probably like stupid. Um, Not that I'm against TikTok, but just like a lot of their conversations were just worthless and I could have joined in on them. And I like, it was hard for me to not do that this summer. So it was really humbling for me. Um, And I think that it was either that I sacrificed that and like create a relationship, but then the relationship would have been started somewhere that I should, like it wouldn't have been a good relationship. It wouldn't have been of the Lord. Um, because I would have been just like serving them and not him because I wanted to be liked. Um, and so I think that this summer has been a really humbling experience for like people in my life who I really want to like me, who I just like aren't willing to talk about like real things. And that's not my fault and it's not always their fault either. Um, and I think if I would have gotten more time with a lot of our coworkers, like, we could have had, like, really great friendships. Because there were, like, awesome people here. Like, mm-hmm. they weren't horrible people at all. We were just living different lives. 
But if I would have actually gotten time to spend with them and get to know each other, I think we could have, like, been great friends with a lot of the girls and guys here. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, like, happened that we didn't get that time. So I think for both of us, it was, like, a humbling experience and, like, learning to trust that the Lord has the right people for us. Because on one hand, like, I didn't make friends with any of my coworkers, but I also made a lot of, like, really amazing friends through the Focus program. And at least for me, like, I don't have a lot of, like, Catholic friends back home. So it's been really, like, good to, like, see people my age living the faith, but also to have, like, that whole other side of people in my life who aren't living the faith and learning to, like, counterbalance that in a way and, like, learn that I don't have to be friends with everybody. Mm-hmm. I definitely observed at Sea Island that there was a lot of other Sea Island employees that would always be like, oh, those fat... The- Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Focus kids. Focus Catholic kids. <laughs> those, like, those focus kids are always so joyful and happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes they would get annoyed, but sometimes you could see that they were like, wow, they're so happy. Like, I want that. So I feel like that was something beautiful that Focus brought to Sea Island was one, our hard work because excellence, one of our three pillars of focus, hashtag advertisement. Um, <laughs> And then also just, like, the pure joy of the Lord that, like, comes with, like, spending time with him. Like, they could definitely see that. And I noticed that our coworkers here at our job specifically had a different attitude change towards us um, near the end of Mm -hmm. their time here. Because at the the beginning, they were all kind of like, oh, focus kids, goody two-shoes. Okay, you guys aren't fun. We're not really going to talk to you. But towards the end, like, whenever we'd walk into work or, like, they'd walk in and see us, they'd be like, Althea and Ronnie Sue, good morning, guys, how are you? And yeah. they would, they would like, gravitate more towards us and, like, want to ask us more about focus, not necessarily Catholicism, but focus in general. And they were, like, interested in wanting to, like, be around us and be around, like, the joy that we provided. Um, so I thought that was really nice, just, like, seeing them open up to us and be willing to come approach us. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that, like, uh, as they got used to our presence, it definitely changed a lot over the summer. And also, like, a lot of our coworkers said goodbye to us. Like, I thought that, like, they were just going to leave and we're all going to part ways. But, like, today, when we saw, like, two of our supervisors for the last time, like, they just, like, they said goodbye and they thanked us for the summer. And it wasn't, like, it was, like, super emotional or anything, but it it meant a lot to me, at least, Mm -hmm. that they, like, cared enough to say goodbye to us and that we were, like... Like, they said we were good workers, and, like, that's something, at least. Like, I think that we definitely did, like, work hard and, like, pursued as excellence in our job. Like, not always, because we're not perfect. And it's tiring. And, yeah, <laughs> kids are exhausting, especially when it's all day. So, yeah. And for the past, like, week or so, since all of our, like, coworkers have left, and it's just me and Ronnie Sue, um, we've been working, like, 13-hour days. And it sounds exhausting, but I actually love it. Yeah. Because... Yeah, we get to spend, like, two hours just hanging out here. Making this podcast. (laughs) We are at work right now. Literally, and we're getting paid to do it. So um, that's been amazing. And I think that it'll, like, there's going to be a lot more graces as we end, like, the summer. And even as we end our job here at Sea Island that we don't get to see yet. Um, I think, like, there's going to be a lot that I'm going to miss that I don't know that I'm going to miss yet. Because right now it's, like oh my goodness, I have to go to the nature center again and, and it's learn about Melly, the pine snake, 
and have the kids touch it. And it's just like, I'm tired of that. Or like, where there's like this aquarium in there. It's like, don't touch the animals. You can't pick them up. And I really want to pick them up. Um, so yeah, I think that it's just, there's going to be a lot that we're going to miss, but there's a lot of like, just like everyday things we have to do here with our job. Like I do not ever want to change a kid out of their bathing suit again or like change them into their bathing suit again. But I also like see how like that's also another area of serving that we get to do with the children. That like if I ever, if I am called to marriage, like that's something that I'm going to have to do every single day with the kids. Like my kids, like teach them how to be potty trained and put on their own clothes. Like there are kids that we've had that don't know how to change themselves. Mm-hmm. Which again, we're working with three and four year olds and five and six year olds, like all of these different age groups. So there's a bunch of different areas of like knowledge within the kids, which has been beautiful to see. But it's also been so good for me, at least, if my like call is my vocation is motherhood, like well, if marriage. I mean, um, that I've gotten to grow a lot in that area, like of the little things that mothers have to do with their children. Um, yeah, I think that. I don't know. I think that there's going to be a lot more graces as we end this job. All right. So it's been about two weeks since Summer Projects has ended. And I'm here in Lawrence with Ronnie Sue to finish the podcast that y'all just heard. Um, And we want to talk a little bit about how the transition back to our campuses has been. So how has that been for you, Ronnie Sue? Honestly, it's been really great for me. I realized that this summer... And I kind of realized it throughout the summer that just different certain circumstances that happened were preparing me for leadership roles that I was having this year. And now that I've stepped into those leadership roles, I definitely noticed how much summer projects did have an impact on that. Just in my role in the Fiat House, in my role in Goodco, um, the other like ministries that I'm doing, I've definitely noticed a a change and it's like hard to describe because it's like an inward change that happened in my heart that's displayed outwardly it's really hard to describe in words but I've noticed that other people are able to see it as well and I was always a super joyful person before but I think this is just like super exemplified from all of the graces that I got this summer as as well as the knowledge that I received and and a good example of that was I was at this talk series that we have at St. Lawrence and it's called Ad Astra and the priest Father Mitchell asked me a question and I really didn't want to speak into the microphone that night just because I was like super tired so I was like talking to my group before and I was like okay guys like if we get asked a question like who wants to have the mic like I'm tired I don't want to talk and then Father Mitchell was like okay Ronnie Sue it's your birthday I'm gonna ask you the question I'm like okay whatever and he asked me it and it was the topic was on the incarnation of Christ, which is one of my favorite topics, and so I spoke about it. But I, I just felt super knowledgeable, and it was such a blessing because I realized how much knowledge I grew in this summer, and I don't think I realized it until I came back to campus and people were asking me questions about different things, and I was able to tell them the things that I learned so easily instead of me feeling like it was a struggle to rack my brain and think of all these theology things that I used to learn in eighth grade. Like, this was, like, knowledge that came so easily and, like, flowed from my heart from the graces that I received. Yeah, I think there was definitely a lot of graces this summer. Um, But I also think it's been really hard coming back to campus, at least for me. Leaving the community of summer projects has been really challenging in a way that I didn't think it would be. I've realized a lot um, 
in these past couple of weeks, I'm just like a little bit less joyful than I was during summer projects. Um, and that could be partly because I'm not coming back to the same community. And also just that um, like my life is very different here than it was at summer projects. And it's not a bad thing necessarily, but I don't know my role here. And I think whenever I'm with Christ um, now praying, it's a little bit different than during summer projects because we had such a vibrant community during summer projects. It was like I was fulfilled in a way. And when I went to pray, it was like just me and him. And it was so beautiful to just be with him. And now whenever I go to pray, it's like I'm asking again. I'm just constantly like striving, constantly grasping a little bit more. I feel the exact same way with a lot of what you said. Like I was saying I was saying earlier how it's been like great and I'm like happy and like blah blah blah. But my happiness isn't at the level that it was this summer. Mm. Like just the community that I was surrounded in and the way that I saw Christ in each person there was just absolutely amazing. Like I that was just a whole other level being at summer projects. And so it's been kind of hard for me because I'm like I like don't have that same level of joy like yes like I see things differently which allows me to have a different joy than I had last school year but it's definitely been different which kind of makes me sad sometimes and what you were saying about how your relationship with Jesus is I've definitely noticed that so our apartments that we used to live in coastal place we had a little chapel that we made in the lobby of our apartment and that was like such a home for me Mm -hmm. like me and Jesus like I would go in there and I would sit and we would talk or just chill or like look at each other and it would just be like like we were literally like right there with each other like I could talk to him I could listen I could pray I could ask for things I could thank him for things and it was just so easily and came so naturally and um I would I would just sit there in my little ball against the little cabinets and just pray and be there and it was so comfortable for me and now I feel that it's been a lot harder for me to have holy hours because I sit there and I'm just asking for things and it's really hard for me to sit in silence and it's really hard for me to just like actually pray and have good prayer my my prayer at summer projects was amazing amazing mm-hmm. amazing and now it's been like kind of hard for me like I love the St. Lawrence Chapel it's so beautiful and so homey but it's not the exact same environment or home feeling that I get when I'm at when I was at our chapel that we made at CPA and so I've been doing little things to try and bring that home feeling like going to the front and sitting against the pews in my little like ball position (laughs) like holding my knees and that's helped a little bit but it's definitely been really different especially because not every single person at St. Lawrence is on fire and pursuing everything just like people at summer projects were yeah I think to go off of that just without um at summer projects I felt like I was being pushed by the people around me in such a good way it wasn't like a judgmental way or like a like you need to be better way it was like I want this for you because Mm -hmm. I love you and I want to be in heaven with you um and it feels like being home like I'm the only one pushing me it's like I I want to go to adoration and the mass of course I do and I will and I do um but at summer projects it was like I'm going here with people and there's just a certain aspect of like um connection in that of intimacy in that of like me and my roommates um talking about our graces at the end of the day Mm -hmm. or doing like little sacrifices together and just like being pushed by the people around you coming back home I haven't like felt that as much like I just feel like I'm not being pushed as much as I was 
during summer projects. Um, and it's been really hard to be apart from everybody for that reason and for many others. Um, how has it been for you being apart from everybody? It's, I thought, it's been really hard. I'm a person who's learned to be okay with change. Before I came to college freshman year, I hated change. Like, I literally did not want anything. I was like, I want to stay in Prosper. I just don't want really to go to college. Like, I want to go to college because it's going to be good and, like, that's what I'm supposed to do. Like, I did not want to leave. And then once I got to college, I was like, honestly, change is great. So, like, leaving school last year to go to summer projects, I was fine. I was like, I know that I'm going to return. It's going to be great. And then leaving summer projects, like, I was like, really 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 sad because those people are my brothers and sisters like 100 percent i just have a special connection to those people on a different level but i also knew that i was gonna see them again and if i didn't see them in person again soon i'm gonna see them in heaven and i'm gonna see them in the eucharist and if i'm being honest i didn't know what the saying oh i'll see you in the mass i'll see you in the eucharist meant and i had to ask one of my friends monica i was like okay monica like everybody tells me this and i don't know what it means but it's so beautiful because sometimes i'll sit there in mass and i'll be missing my people from summer projects and like the part where like the, the consecration mm -hmm. happens and that's like when we like are all like kind of like transported to the upper room and I'm like mm -hmm. okay like I'm here with my people and I'm here with my brothers and sisters so it's been okay especially because we did all create that bond I've been able to keep in touch with a lot a lot of people and still be feeling still wow goodness gracious <laughs> still feel really really loved by them my birthday was last Tuesday and I was just showered with so much love by people calls texts messages everything I just felt so loved and I was like okay this is good like I know we still have this connection and I'm just really excited to see them again like I miss them a lot but I also think that summer projects was absolutely amazing for the fact that we were like you were saying all being pushed in a way where people were like I want you to be better let's all go together like there was an enthusiasm behind it mm -hmm. and a I want you to go to heaven I want you to go do this I want this betterness for you and so that like yearning that you got to go to adoration with your friends every day and to see Jesus and to do it in community I still have that desire in my heart so I'm like I want to do that I want to go see Jesus I I know that keeping this relationship with Jesus, it'll bring me to heaven one day and I'm going to be with my friends and with Jesus and it's going to be a big party. So I think that's such a big blessing that came from summer projects was, although it was so easy for us to attend those things at summer projects and now it's kind of hard for us, it's really good to have that hard period because it's just like a time of growth where, mm -hmm. where we were like trained and now we're like being weaned off of that, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think that being apart from everybody has drawn me closer to the Lord because he's never apart from me. I think part of me wants to just kind of be mad at him and be like, no matter what, I always end up alone. No matter what, everybody leaves. I think part of me just wants to give in to that lie. Mm -hmm. um, and as I constantly go back to Christ, as I constantly ask him to tell me the truth, um, he just slowly reveals to me that no matter what, he is there. And he is good and he fulfills me. And so being apart from everybody kind of sucks sometimes. Especially when it was like the first time I'd ever experienced so much joy with the Lord in like friendships. Mm -hmm. I felt like our friendships were so full. I've Like this was the first time I've ever experienced authentic friendship in such a short period of time. Yeah. 
um, because I have, I think I have a lot of really great friends. I think I have a lot of like true friends, but it's built up over years. And this has been, it's two months. And I feel like I actually like accomplished or like received some sort of authentic friendship. Um, and so being, having to leave that has been really like challenging and also really beautiful because if it is an authentic friendship, like we're going to continue to see each other and meet each other and be like intentional with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, at least for me, there's like a certain level of vulnerability and intentionality. Um, I don't know why it's so hard for me to be like, I actually care about you and I actually want to stay in touch and I actually want to like meet you. Like there's just something in me that's just like, if you do that and they reject you, like that means something's wrong with you. Um, and I think we just have to take into account, like everybody has busy lives. We're all returning as college students in school and a part of ministry and a part of everything else that's going on in our life. Um, to be intentional in such a way that we're talking every day or that we are like in each other's lives the same way as it was this summer isn't possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and we all have to have a love, like patience with each other. Um, and I trust that um, we all do want to see each other again. And we all want to continue to grow in relationship and friendship in some way. And it's okay that it's not the same. And I think coming to terms with that is just a slow process sometimes. And coming to terms with almost the fact that the people who I want to see the most are like really far away from me. Um, or the people who have pushed me so much can't push me in the same way now. Mm-hmm. And it, again, it just comes back to like surrendering and like relying on the Lord even more because he's gonna provide. Um, how do you wanna be more intentional, Marcy? Um, I think the first step in me being more intentional is honestly just forcing myself to go to holy hour more, <laughs> um, which I literally live right across the street from the chapel, probably 20 steps away. It's just I have to make a better time, which, don't get me wrong, I have been doing my holy hours and going to mass and all that, but not as much as I did at summer projects. Summer projects, I went every single day, and I would go to chapel two to three times a day, and now I make it to the chapel maybe like one time a day, and sometimes it's not even for an hour, which it's not a bad thing because now I'm doing school, and I have homework, and my life is busy, but it's in a different busy than I was at summer projects, um, so being intentional with people I think I should probably just set aside maybe Sundays because that's the Sabbath day where I've decided this school year I'm not going to do any homework on Sundays unless I have a big test on Monday. I'll do that like Sunday night. Um, but I think Sundays I'm going to send some texts to people or just be like, hey, like I'm thinking of you and then just like pray for people um, more frequently. And that's how I'll be intentional with the people that I made connections with this summer and being intentional with the Lord, just showing up for him more than I already am and yeah Mm -hmm. I think another gift of this summer has been learning the importance of the Sabbath learning the importance of Sundays I used to work on Sundays um, with my job on campus I really only work on the weekends so they're like the most hours I ever got were during the weekends and I've taken off all of my Sundays for this whole semester to like give that day to the Lord And my sister is um, a foreign exchange student in Germany right now. She's um, in like this intensive language camp right now where she has to learn German. So I think that's really challenging. And Sundays are like the day where she can communicate with everybody again 
And I think I kind of want to do that too with summer projects, like um, taking my Sundays off and like giving them to the Lord and like being intentional to like call people and um, message people or even like just like write letters to send people mm-hmm. on Sundays. Um, and just to hear how everybody's lives has been, have been because it is busy. Like it's really hard to call in between classes or after classes or at the end of the day when it's like 10 o'clock and that's the only free time I have. Um, to call people and stay in touch or even to like plan meeting up again it's like it's challenging but I think if I like place that intentional time on Sundays it'll make it a lot better and I think that being intentional is really important Mm -hmm. I think that's where it comes into like the true friendship aspect of like I actually want to be friends with you. And I think I, for some people, I need to, like, just text them and be like, I actually want to be friends with you. Mm-hmm. And just put myself out there in that way. Yeah. Um, and let the Lord lead a lot. I think I, I cannot do it. It's not of my own power. Um, and to continue to pray for everybody, even if I'm not staying in touch, even if we're not talking every day, I genuinely, genuinely am, like, still praying. Um, Melissa made me a rosary this summer. Melissa was my roommate. Um, and that has been so helpful for me because I just wear it on my wrist and I remember it. And then it's like, oh, I can pray for everybody right now this way. Just Mm -hmm. even seeing it and just like throwing up a little prayer or something like that. Um, but it's been like hard, but I know, but there's a lot of hope, I think. Um, and I, I need to like rest in that hope rather than resting in my restlessness um so what are your hopes my hopes going forth first of all I have a side comments um is I think it's good to keep rejecting that lie that people are going to reject you because there was such mm-hmm. a community built this summer and such a connection between the people at our location that I don't think anybody would ever yeah, for sure. do that so I just wanted to affirm you in that that I don't think anybody's gonna reject you because we all love you so much um my hopes going forth are to continue to pray to see the graces that I received this summer mm. and to have those come to light and be able to see those and have those bear fruit would be really, really amazing because I have a lot of leadership roles this this school year. And so because I did grow so much at summer projects, I would love that growth to be seen outwardly and also inwardly, I am really, really excited for a continued inward change in my heart and just seeing how much closer I can grow with the Lord. And I think that maybe in, like, our next episode we can, like, talk about, like, goodbyes and, like, growth and stuff mm-hmm. like that um, because something that comes along with growth that we were talking about last night was the closer you get to the Lord, like, the scary things that can happen with that. Like, mm-hmm. the closer you get to Him, the more you're going to be attacked. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, extremely, extremely scary, but also there's so much more for me to grow and like I just have like a fire inside of my heart where I'm like okay let's go like I want to go I want to go run fast full speed towards the Lord and I just need to commit to that because deep down that's what my heart desires is to just become super duper close with Jesus like where we're, where I'm like Jesus is my best friend and I feel like right now I'm like yeah Jesus is my best friend but like I I want with every ounce of my being be like Jesus is my best friend and so just, like, continue to, like, run after him and, like, make intentional time so that that can actually happen. 
and then pray the scary prayers honestly Mm -hmm. I feel like I need to commit to that because praying the scary prayers are going to take me pretty far yeah yeah I think for me it's just to continue to say yes every single day um and in every single moment I think we're constantly presented with the opportunity and the choice Mm -hmm. and I think my hope is that I continue to choose Christ in every moment um and it sounds really like oh yeah like of course I would choose this but I think like in every moment when you're presented with the other side like it is a battle here on earth um it's it's hard to say yes sometimes and as I continue to say yes to him I continue to become more myself and that's ultimately what I'm here to do to -hmm. become fully alive in Christ to become fully myself in Christ um and as I continue to just say yes to him day in and day out and in all of the little moments I trust and I hope that he will fulfill that and that as we become ourselves um we change lives too like if you be who you're meant to be whatever you that is yeah you fire. set the world on fire Catherine of Siena my girl yeah and that's that's like my hope I just I want to set the world on fire and I trust that the Lord is going to do that with me and I also um just need to surrender the fact that like I don't always get a C all of those fruits mm-hmm. um and just yeah letting him fulfill me entirely letting him be the thing that satisfies me rather than the world or attention or um anything else that is aside from him apart from him um and I think just to end the episode I'd like to talk a little bit about like who is Christ to you at this time Marnie Sue um First of all, that was amazing. I could not have said that any better. I agree with what you just said. That was absolutely great. If you're listening to this, write what she said down, because that was cool. <laughs> um, who is Christ to me? Um, right now, he's a huge comforter. Um, there's been some stuff in like my personal life that I've been like having to deal with, and like I just like sat in the chapel the other day and cried. And Jesus... A lot, a big theme that came up this this summer was you don't have to be brave because growing up and just the way that my life has kind of unfolded and the way that my story has been was I've had to be brave for a lot of things. And there was a really great person this summer who exemplified Christ so well and she would come up to me sometimes and she's like, Jesus is just telling me to tell you that you don't have to be brave. And then the other day in the chapel, Jesus is like, you don't have to be brave. And so that's just a big thing for me is like allowing myself to be vulnerable and weak because he's the person that's supporting me and he's the person that's going to continue to hold me up. And if I cry, he will be there to cry with me. And if I'm sad, he's sad there with me. Like, I'm not going to be alone. And I really felt comfort in the chapel the other day where I was just like crying. I'm like, Jesus, like, why? And he's like, it's okay to cry it's okay. You don't have to be brave. Just sit here and just let it out. It's okay to cry. And I was like, okay, but, and he's like, no, you just need to sit there and you don't have to be brave. Just let it out because I'm right here and I'm going to take care of it for you. And I want you to know that. So he, Jesus right now is somebody who's, I'm just honestly like surrendering, surrendering it all to him. And I'm like, okay, Jesus, like take care of this. Like, I'm really sad about this. He's like, I know you are. I am too. And so he's just kind of my my partner in crime right now <laughs> I think I think similarly I, f- I think I feel the same way in a lot of ways but I think for me right now um Christ is my protector mm-hmm. I think that a lot of times I sit in the same spot over and over again because it feels safe and I think that 
as I continue to say yes and continue to keep walking with him, he just is constantly reassuring me that he's going to protect me, that he's going to keep me safe, that his love is better than my own familiarity in my own circumstances. I think I sit and I like almost wallow a little bit in the same spots over and over again because it feels safe. Mm-hmm. And I and I'm scared to like to take that next step because I'm like I don't know if it's going to be safe. I don't know if I can trust you. And as he just constantly reminds me that he's there and that he's going to protect me, that he's going to keep me safe, that he's never going to hurt me. Um I'm able to take those little, little steps. Like, I feel like it's just, like, inches. But as he constantly just, like, sits at my side and protects me from all of these different things that I might not even know about, um, I'm able to do that. I'm able to continually walk with him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that I'm really excited to see what the Lord does and both of our lives and in everybody else's life and and everybody's lives who are listening to this podcast um so i think like let's just end this with a little hail mary mm-hmm. all right in the, name of the father son holy spirit amen hail mary full of grace the lord is with thee blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb jesus holy mary mother of god pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death amen all right thanks for listening everybody Um, There's going to be a little bit of bloopers after this, so Mm -hmm. enjoy. We're praying for you. (laughs) Bye, guys. Visible graces. Um, For an example, I'm saying I'm a lot. This is stupid.